Hello, and welcome to A Sudden Awakening, a self-discovery podcast about what happens when life happens. I'm Jenny. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back. I'm Jenny. Um, I'm recording tonight because I just have so many things in my head and thoughts and I need to speak and like think things through. So this is most likely not ever going to be heard by anyone else but me ever, like ever. (laughs) So maybe I'm just prefacing with that. Um, so that I can say literally whatever I need to say and not feel bad. Um, or I don't know, like any type of responsibility to people who might be listening to it because I just need to speak what I think and what's, I don't know, what's going on in my head. Ah, okay. So, um, I have my date today, (laughs) which I talked about on the last time I recorded So I've been waiting over a week for this date. Um, I don't, man, this is hard to, it's hard to know how to feel and think about it. I'm going to try not to think and feel too much about it right now because literally it's just a first date and, you know, (laughs) can you really judge someone you know, completely off of that. And who knows, you know, what, how you're going to feel the more you get to know someone. So there's that. But okay, so this person, um, I've been just wondering about them for a long time, because someone dropped a bug in my ear about them like a year ago. And I just happened to meet them at this like, random opportune time right after I became single and they just kind of kind of like popping up randomly and I'd be like oh my gosh this person interesting um and so they just kind of like caught my attention and then somebody was like oh you should date this person and so I don't know that just like put something in my head and so I think I kind of latched on to that because I didn't I don't know many single people who are my own age. Um, so, you know, I, I just didn't really have anybody else to think about in terms of, gee, when I'm ready to date again, like who might I want, who might I possibly be able to date? There's like this one dude. (laughs) So I think I sort of just put these expectations on him without even really knowing who he was is the crazy thing because I met him one time but so we we spoke at this party for a little bit and I got to see his personality a little bit. But um, that was a year and a half ago. So, you know, I didn't I don't know him, did not know him at all, really, and had no other opportunities to be in contact with him. So there's that. So the person that I was thinking of, I don't I mean, I don't know, you kind of like, you know, in your head, you kind of create this amalgamation of a person that you're imagining based on I don't know what like based on my memory from a long time ago and just what you kind of you just kind of decide like who they are I guess but um so when he asked me out and messaged me I got really excited I just had like this flutter 
and this like, I cannot believe this is happening, you know, feeling, which was really nice because it's like, oh my God, of all the people in the world, the one who just messaged me just now is this one guy that I just keep on thinking about with curiosity. Like, I wonder if this guy could be a good match for me. And, you know, throughout the year, I feel like I've been working on being more intuitive and asking the universe for things and asking for signs. And I swear, I feel like I've been getting signs about this person, like encouragement from the universe about this. And I don't know whether that was me just creating meaning from nothing or whether my attention and thoughts toward it have manifested this, but, you know, either it, you know, things were being sort of divinely orchestrated and the reason that he had a dream about me two weeks ago and decided to ask me out because he had a dream about me <laughs> um, were because the universe was orchestrating this because he's someone that I could potentially have a real relationship with or whether that is just coincidence and or maybe I manifested it by thinking about it a lot. And like I was the one who put myself into his dream somehow and put that bug in his ear let alone the two other people I know who apparently have told him that he should ask me out. Um, but yeah, it just feels like more than just random guy thought I was pretty, you know, thought I seemed interesting. Maybe I'll ask her out and see what happens. It just felt like more than that leading up to this. Um, so that takes us to the date today. <laughs> So I was so nervous all week. I was just nervous um, because I've not been on a date in 17 years. It's a long time. Even before then, I really didn't date much. I'm not a good dater. Um, I don't think I'm a good dater, at least. Like, I just don't have a lot of practice. So sitting down with someone that I don't really know to talk and get to know them and see if there's anything there. I don't know. It seems really weird to me because that's not really how I've ever developed my romantic relationships before but I was like listen it's a new world I'm 39 years old and I'm single and so we're gonna give this a try and so I will say the date itself was perfectly fine it was nice I actually it was we talked for three hours straight um and it was really cold out so we spent most of the time outside but then we found a place to sit inside and we talked inside for a long time too um and it was really nice to date like we had very easy conversation we had a lot to talk about and so that was good we have similar interests in a lot of areas and we have um we share a lot of the same friends so we had that to talk about as well I just um I can't help but feel disappointed and um it really sucks because <sighs> I really it's hard because I, part of me literally does not want to be in a relationship at all. I'm so happy being single right now. I'm so focused on my life and I'm so content with it the way it is. So 
you know, the fact that this happened now, I wasn't even sure if it was the right time for it to happen because I wasn't sure if I even wanted a relationship. But the other half of me is like, you know, a person who wants to have another love story. You know, I, I'm a romantic. I wanted to, I, I don't know, I think this just felt like a good start to a love story to me, to have turned single and to have been left by my husband and gone through all of this work to get myself into a good place and to be really happy with myself and then oh wow this like perfect person that I just have had this feeling about for over a year happens to message me and we show up and it's like boom you know like the perfect fit there's that buzz you know that chemistry that thing in the air and I, I don't know what first dates are usually supposed to be like, but I didn't feel that for him. And it was disappointing. And I don't know, I don't know, uh, you know, if it's not there at first, if you, I'm sure it would develop maybe, um, if it was the right person, the more you saw them. But the fact that it wasn't here the first day makes me feel like it's not the right person. Because if it was, wouldn't you feel that right, you know, like immediately? It would, I don't know, maybe I'm just being overly romantic, but I feel like when you meet your soulmate or the person you're supposed to be with, something about them is magnetizing to you. And being with them feels energetically like being home, like you've you're completely aligned like you've met your match and you that energy between you is something that's palpable and like even if you don't know each other you can still feel that there's something there which is kind of what I was expecting and I don't know why I was expecting it aside from the fact that I think I've made something out of this over the last year in my head. And so I was like, well, the universe is behind me. I've gotten all these signs. It must be it. And wouldn't have it just been so convenient, you know, <laughs> to show up and all of a sudden, boom, that's it. Sparks fly. You're good. Like, this is your person. Um, you're settled. <laughs> and there's the start of a new relationship and you get to fall in love again which is a really exciting prospect to me. That's what I want. Um, and like I knew that it might not be like that because it's weird. Like I, my head knew it, but like I feel like my heart wasn't prepared for that because I feel like my heart was so convinced um, because it intuitively it just felt like it was going to be like that. Um, which I don't even know this person. It was so, there's no reason why I should feel that way, except that I've been just reading into this so much. So yeah, I saw him and I was immediately like, he's kind of just not the, even the person that I was imagining in my head, which is so weird. 
I was telling my girlfriends after, it's like meeting someone who's just like a little bit off from the person you thought they were and it's jarring. It just throws you off. Um, so I guess like in my head, I, I think I knew what I thought he was like in my head, but in reality, he's not that person. He's, he's a lovely person. He's so nice. Very love, very, very nice, but not the person that I imagined. Very different energy from the person I imagined. A lovely energy, but very soft and it's just odd how slightly skewed it was from what I was expecting and how much that threw me off. And I don't want to say in a bad way because that makes, I don't know, that feels so mean because there's nothing wrong with him. But he just is not what I was expecting. He's not who I thought he was. But he's still a really nice person, a lovely guy. But yeah, his mannerisms and his voice and his look and a lot of things were just off. And maybe that's because the last time I actually saw him, instead of being like himself, dressed as himself, he was at a costume party dressed like a Ghostbuster. So like I didn't have the real him in front of me to ever really get to know. Mm. Ah. It was such a weird feeling sitting there because I feel like we had an engaging conversation, but I like knew right away how I felt because that's how what I what I'm like. <laughs> and I just could feel that bit of disappointment and I but I tried to imagine if this could be the person I was thinking, but I don't want him to be someone other than who he is in reality, obviously. That wouldn't be right. So the other things are like, um, I, I don't know, getting to know people, I feel like I'm a little bit self-conscious lately about it because after moving to where we live now, um, I meet a lot of people who are locals and who are born and raised in PA where I live um, and who just, you know, like they're teachers and people who just live here and their lives are here which isn't great. They're my friends. I love them all. But I, whenever I interject with stories about my life, um, I always feel like I'm like showing off because I just have had such a different life. I've moved around so many times and done a bunch of different things and traveled a lot. And I just have a lot of different stories from what the people around me are used to and have in their own lives. So like when I'm talking about myself, as you do when you're like getting to know someone, um, it makes me feel bad almost like because I don't want to seem like I'm showing off, but like that's my life. And so I get the same reaction, you know, with him as I have gotten with a lot of people, which is like, oh, my God, like you're so interesting. You're amazing. He kept saying you're amazing. And I was like, oh, it just made me squirm a bit. It made me feel a little bit uncomfortable because I like it's just my life. And I don't I I don't know. It, it makes me feel bad. Like, I don't want other people to feel bad that they haven't had as exciting a life as me. Just because I, in my natural conversation, will just, you know, bring up stories about when I was here or there or when I did this or that. And um, it makes me feel like I'm showing off. And I, I don't like that. But 
the thing that um that also stuck out to me from our conversation is like I I think just because of my life and who I am and my personality and the fact that I have such a strong identity and I know who I am like I have a bigger personality I'm an introvert and I'm quiet sometimes and I like to be by myself a lot but I do have a big personality and I'm a worldly person like I just am because of my life I'm a worldly person with a lot of perspective. And I think I'm kind of wise because of some of that, um, which is part of that. But I just feel like I'm kind of too big sometimes for people. Oh, God, it makes me sound like an asshole. <laughs> but I left and I thought, I feel like I'm too much for this person. Like Jenny is... A, a lot. I'm, I'm a lot. I've, I'm a big personality and I am a worldly person and I have a lot of perspective and I'm, I'm strong. And um, I just didn't feel like that meshed with him because he's a very simple homebody, lived in one place his whole life, like, you know, wants to live around his family, um, very gentle energy sort of smaller sphere of influence in the world type of person. And I thought maybe that might be intimidating to someone like that, um, that I might be just too much energy to just too much. And my friend Julie pointed out that like, of course, you know, if you don't have that in common, that it's going to feel off kilter, you know, because my frame of reference and experience in life is nothing like his frame of reference and experience in life. So there is that there is a disconnect there because we can't relate to each other in those ways. And while, you know, I'm sure from his perspective, like I seem really interesting. <laughs> um, I get that from a lot of people. They I many people tell me I'm the most interesting person they know, um, which is very flattering. But do you want to date the most interesting person you know? Like, at first, I'm sure that might seem kind of exciting and cool and like, wow, you'll never, you know, believe this girl I just went on a date on. She's so interesting. She's lived in Australia and she's done this and she's an archaeologist and all of this stuff. But in reality, does that make a good couple? And like, for me to be with someone who is... It's hard to ex to explain, but I don't know if I mesh with that energy, very a very passive energy. It's interesting because I thought I was a really passive person, and I, I am, but I'm obviously not as passive as I thought I was because, you know, when I'm talking to him, I'm talking about all the stuff that I'm doing and all the stuff I want to do. And I really started feeling like, wow, I'm kind of a force, you know, like I'm always moving and working towards stuff and thinking of the next thing I'm going to do. And I think big and my life is itself isn't huge. My life is pretty small and it's pretty simple, but I think big and I have a lot of dreams and I, I have vision and it didn't really feel like he was someone who was the same type of person. And I think you know, the person that I'm going to eventually be with 
is going to have to be the same type of person as me in order for us to really connect. Um, to have similar interests with someone is great. You know, I had similar interests with my ex-husband and we, that got us uh, pretty far, you know, like we all had a lot to talk about for a long time. But um, being different types of people was, of course, the reason why our relationship didn't work out in the long run. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's so it's also interesting being with someone for so long who was um, a much stronger personality, a little bit more more domineering, um, a red aura, <laughs> a little more dominant, definitely very strong masculine energy. I... I don't know, I thought this time I needed someone who was much softer, who was much more like me in, in terms of a soft, empathic energy, which is what this guy definitely has. But I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I should be with someone who is so passive or you know, empathic or doesn't have any of that fieriness in them. Honestly, like when I think about what I want and what I envision in my great love story to come in life, I imagine meeting someone and we have the chemistry. There's shared interests and ease of conversation for sure, but then there's also just this energy, wanting, passion, attraction, like, I want my big love to be someone who there's that friction with. Um, and, you know, like, obviously, there's so much more to a relationship than the physical side. But there has to be that for me. I really, I need passion in my next relationship. I need a love story. I need a big love story. Off the bat from this first day, meeting a person again that was not what I was expecting, I just don't, I don't know if I see that happening, if it's possible to get there. And I feel so bad because he's wonderful. We are going to go out again. He said, he asked me out to dinner and said he'd love to see me again. And I said, yes, because... You know, I, I don't want to just completely write him off. I want to give him a chance and see what else is there. Maybe, you know, it's weird seeing someone that you've been really nervous to see all week and then you don't really know what to think and you feel weird and you're nervous. And so the first date, I feel like, is it's probably not something, a great thing to judge someone off of unless it's like really bad. But um, so we'll see. I'm going to see him again sometime. But um, I'm just disappointed because I thought it would be clear, and it's not clear. Definitely not clear um, like I thought it would be. And I feel like um, the right person, intuitively, I feel like I'll know. At least I think I'll know better than I did today. I'll feel more than I did today. Honestly, this felt like hanging out with a friend. There was no like spark. There was no cord. And I'm sure that's 
doesn't mean that there's absolutely nothing, no potential. But um, I guess I just thought everything would work out perfectly because now I know myself so much better and I'm doing law of attraction and I'm just so grounded and the universe is always working out and everything's working out for me. And I think maybe this is part of that and maybe it's not through him. Maybe this leads me to something else. Maybe this leads me to realize something and that helps me find the right person. Or maybe this somehow will turn into the thing that I needed that was right for me. Don't know. I feel bad if I'm going to have to let him down at some point if this doesn't work out because he's so nice. And we, you know, the pe- we know a lot of the same people. And I know we have friends who have wanted us to date <laughs> But I can't let that be my guide. I have to do what, you know, feels right, obviously, um, for me. And honestly, I'm fine being single. And I'm not upset that I'm still going to be single if this doesn't work out at all. I think I'm just upset because I got excited about the possibility of falling in love. And at least based off of today, I don't think that that's going to happen right now with this person. And I thought maybe there would be like a snap. And it would just be like, boom, this is it. But you know what? Everything is always working out for me. And the universe has got my back. And so there are great things in store, I'm sure. And I do have a great big love coming my way. I don't know when or where, but it's coming my way. And I trust that I will get there. I think that's all the processing I need to do for now. I'll probably be journaling in a little bit. But um, thank you for listening, even though this is pretty much never going to be heard by anybody, guarantee you. Uh, but um, helpful for me, at least. So I guess I will keep you updated. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And since you've been listening to me talk for a while, I think I'd like to hear from you next. You can email me at a sudden awakening at gmail.com with comments, uh, podcast ideas, questions, anything. Um, I can't wait to hear from you. Until then, bye.